Everybody's saying that they want more satisfying friendships, but they think the answer is just finding better people to be friends with. And while that might be the case in some situations, what if the lack that we're experiencing in our friendship landscape is because of our own harmful habits or limiting beliefs? I am hosting our third annual Be a Better Friend Challenge from January 8th through January 28th, and it's designed to answer this question. So here's how it works. Every single day for 21 days, I will send you a specific tangible thing that you can do to develop into a good friend. Each action item that I give you is grounded in the research. And to prove it, I even share a link to the specific study that I'm referring to. So if you're looking to be more intentional about your female friendships in 2024, but you honestly don't really know where you'd start, I really hope that you'll join us. And to encourage you to do so, through January 1st, enjoy 50% off of the challenge with code BABF2024. That stands for Be a Better Friend 2024. You can learn more about the challenge at betterfemalefriendships.com slash challenge. I hope to see you over there. I was recently speaking with a client who asked me, Danielle, how do I create a little more depth with women that I know whose friendship feels superficial? And it got me to thinking because I know that a lot of us have these kinds of relationships, but we either accept that it's going to be a surface level relationship or we talk ourselves out of taking the next step to explore if there's a capacity for something more. So this week on the Friend Board Podcast, I want to share with you three tactical strategies that I shared with her in hopes that one of them is helpful to you as you work to be more intentional about creating better female friendships in the new year. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Friend Forward Podcast, powered by BetterFemaleFriendships.com. I'm Danielle Byer-Jackson, a friendship coach, educator, and author of the upcoming book, Fighting for Our Friendships. And it's my job to share the science of women's conflict and connection. So when it comes to the joys, complexities, and misconceptions surrounding these kinds of relationships, I am here to help you through it. You may have women in your life who you are interested in platonically. You enjoy their company well enough and you have always wondered about them. But as it stands, the friendship feels kind of superficial. As you become increasingly intentional about friendships, especially as we enter a new year, you might be thinking to yourself, okay, I don't know how much longer I can go with this being kind of like a surface level friendship. I want to explore and see if it has the capacity for a little more depth. So I'm going to give you three tangible things that you can do that are not intrusive and they are not intense that invites the other person to participate with you in a relationship with a little more depth. Okay, strategy number one, you're going to say to this person, I am so curious about you. I mean, I know about ABC, but I'm realizing I don't know enough about XYZ. You can use this for a woman who you know through y'all's partners, like let's say your boyfriends or your husbands or friends, so you kind of loosely are acquainted through that. You can use this with a coworker who's always seemed kind of cool to you, but you know it stays pretty stagnant and surface level, okay? So what you're doing here is you're saying, I'm so curious about you. Now you have to say this in kind of like a matter of fact way, instead of like a, you're staring her down and being like, I'm so curious, you know, don't don't be creepy with it. But say it kind of like matter of fact, I'm so curious about you. And then you're going to pair it with what you already know 
and then ask them about something specific. So for example, with that coworker, it might be, I'm so curious about you. I mean, yeah, I know everything you do here with the project management and, and things like that, but I'm realizing that I don't know enough about what you do outside of work. Like, who are you outside of work? What are you into? Okay. The reason this works is because it is a way of showing this person I'm interested in you. And it also invites them to go a little bit deeper while also kind of giving them the space to decide what they'd like to share. So it's not so pointed where they feel like they have to answer personal questions, but they get a choice of how they want to lean in to your invitation, right? So it shows intention. I'm curious about you. I know this, but I'm realizing I don't know this. What's going on there? Okay, so this is one way to invite somebody into deeper friendship. And I'm such a fan of this approach. A second thing you can do is invite her to participate in what I call a limited series. <laughs> I know that sounds odd, but here's what I mean. You know, it's very normal for us to say, hey, do you want to go get a drink? Hey, do you want to go hiking? Those are obviously really great invitations, right? At the end of the day, you should just be taking initiative. It doesn't really matter what you ask. But while these are great invitations to extend, they are kind of finite. It's a one-off. It's like these silo invitations. Hey, do you want to get a drink? Okay, we go the one time and then what? So what you want to do is invite her to do something with you that offers some semblance of consistency and kinship. So here's what I mean. Let's say that you discover that your neighbor who you interact with, but it's always superficial. Let's say your neighbor mentions reading a particular book or that she's about to read a particular book. You might say, oh my gosh, okay, that's been on my list too. Do you want to read it together? Like read through it and then like meet up two times to talk about it because I'm going to want to talk it through with somebody. Or because I know that if I have somebody reading it with me, it'll probably make me actually finish the book. Now, what I'm doing here is I'm inviting her to share an experience. And there's research that shows that we enjoy an experience more when we do it with another person. Heck, there are even studies that show that we enjoy something more if another person is physically in the room. Okay, so we're wired for connection. We're designed to do things together. So why not ask her? Another reason I really appreciate this approach is because it invites a person to do something more than once. And when I'm doing something multiple times with the same person, I get an increasing sense of familiarity, which means I kind of relax a little bit. I'm a little bit looser with my sharing because you're not a stranger to me anymore. I'm getting to know you right? You can also do this with a show. So let's say you have somebody who just started watching The Bear, which is excellent television, by the way. Oh my God, right? Okay. Maybe you just started watching the show. You might say, oh my gosh, I love that show. I'm only a couple episodes deep, but do you want to like watch it and debrief together? Because sometimes after these episodes, I don't want to talk to somebody about it. Oh, right? Like you just, you're throwing it out. It's an invitation. Do you want to do it together? Do you want to debrief after each episode? But it has a limited like cap on it, right? So maybe there's only three episodes left. So we're only doing this for three more weeks or, you know, the book, once we finish, we're done, but maybe we meet about it two times. Okay. So it invites somebody to participate in a shared experience with you doing something that you both established that you like, and it encourages you to meet more than once. Seize the opportunities to do that. Watching the show together, reading a book together, whatever it is, joining a, a limited club together that's like meeting for the month of January. If you're in church, maybe there's a woman at church and she seems cool and your church is about to like read through a book together for the month and have a limited series, whatever it is. Hey, do you want to go with me? Do you want to sit together during it? Okay. 
Does it feel a little socially risky to put yourself out there knowing that it's possible for her to say, no, thanks. Yes, that's possible. But it is equally possible that she's like, um, yes, but she either doesn't have the courage or she's not equipped with the skill set to know how to do it. So you take the lead. I also want to throw this caveat here before we go to number three, because this is what my client said to me when we were talking. We were talking through women's tendencies to be skeptical when another woman says, yes, I'd love to get drinks sometime. Yes, I'd love to hang out on Saturday. Have you ever felt that? Where you suggest to hang out and they're like, yeah, yeah, that would be fun. But you can't help but think, okay, was she just being polite? Or does she really want to? You know, I think she was just being polite. So I'm not going to push. I'm not going to follow through. Okay. I understand I'm digressing for a second, but it came up in the conversation I was having with this client. So I want to share it here. If that's you, I'm going to encourage you to start taking other women at their word. And I know a lot of us do this ourselves. We're trying to be polite. I encourage you to do two things. Be more honest in 2024, because it'll probably make you less skeptical on the receiving end. So be honest. If you're not into doing something, be honest. You know, I don't really think that's my thing, but you have a good time. Okay, we we have to start having more of a culture of honesty, right? And if you've been holding back because you think a girl's just being nice, so you don't believe her, I want you to kind of explore what opportunities you may be missing because of that paranoia and that skepticism. What would happen if you take her at her word when she says, yeah, that would be fun. Yes, let's link up Saturday. Okay, maybe that's something you can be more intentional about in 2024. And the last strategy I wanna encourage you with is to engage in more unprompted follow-ups about personal things that they've shared. I wanna sit here for a second because I cannot tell you how many times women have confided in me that they feel like friends aren't as supportive or involved in their lives as they would like. And whenever I get some kind of claim like that, oh, she's not supportive, she's not involved, she doesn't care, I always ask for examples and I always ask for them to illustrate what that looks like for them. So if they say, you know, I want more support or connection. If I say, you know, what does that look like? Well, you know, sometimes people following up with me or asking me about the thing that I shared with them without me having to remind them. I hear that so often. So I want you to be more of a doer in this way. Be more mindful. This is a strategy you can use for existing friends you're close with, but it's especially helpful for people you want to go deeper with. If you're talking to a woman with whom you have a superficial friendship and you desire a little more depth, one way you can start to invite that depth into the relationship is by following up with her about things without her having to bring it up. So if in a conversation, she told you about a certain development at work or kind of like this this conflict she's having with a coworker. Maybe she told you that she has this new interest in plants or I don't know, candle making or something. And then you guys had the conversation and you moved on completely uninterrupted or unprovoked. I want you to send her a text maybe a couple of days later, maybe a couple of weeks later if it comes to mind and say, hey, I was thinking about how the last time we talked, you mentioned your new obsession with plants. I saw this article and it made me think of you. You might find it helpful. Or I learned about this podcast and I thought you could appreciate it. I wanted to send it to you. The reason I'm such a fan of this for new-ish friends is because it accomplishes a couple things. One, it demonstrates my attentiveness. It kind of leaves that impression of like, oh, wow, you were listening. You remembered. Two, it shows I'm interested in you. If I did not have an interest in you, I don't know that I'd make the gesture of taking time out of my day to send you this. And I also don't know that I'd remember because I wasn't even really interested, right? So this shows that I'm interested. 
And the last reason I think this is really effective is because it kind of previews the experience of what it's like to be your friend, right? With friends, I'm going to be thoughtful. I'm going to be attentive. I'm going to reach out to them unprovoked and take initiative. That's what I do with friends. So I'm doing that with you. It's a very friends-like thing. And it allows them to start to see you in that context. So if you have been thinking about ways to be a little more intentional about cultivating friendships, I know people tend to say to me, you know, I want, you know, friendships in 2024. I want to make new friends. And you already know I could go on for days with strategies on how to do that. Okay. But one tip I always give is to start with who you already know. Because we use the term make new friends and meet new people synonymously, but the two aren't necessarily the same. Who says you have to start from scratch? There might be people in your life you know right now, and you enjoy their company well enough, but you've never entertained the idea of them as a potential friend. Or you've kind of put them in a box. Oh, she's my hairstylist. Oh, she's my boyfriend's cousin. Oh, she's just, you know, the mom of my kid's friend. What would happen if you got curious about what else there might be? How would it change your approach, your conversation? Who knows what might be there? Even if it's somebody who you haven't chatted with in a really long time, like a really long time, I think you might be surprised by how many women would be open to the invitation for more connection. Now, as your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. I want you to think of one woman, just one, who you feel like is kind of cool. But right now, the current relationship you guys have is very safe. It's a little impersonal and it feels kind of surface level. Not her as a person, but the relationship that you two share. I want you to select one of the approaches that I just shared with you in today's episode. And I want you to do it within the next week, whether you see her in person or via text. I want you to invite her to connect a bit more deeply by using one of these tactics. And then I want you to come tell me about it. You can visit us on Instagram at friendboard or you can come and chat with us anytime over at betterfemalefriendships.com. Until then, you know that I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time. 